Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. With Politico Zach Montalaro at 310. A sad day for Washington sports fans. The Nationals are trading outfielder Juan Soto. Dow down 305 points. 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. China is threatening military action over House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports. In a statement, Nancy Pelosi says her visit is meant to honor America's unwavering commitment to supporting Taiwan's democracy. Beijing has said it amounts to the U.S. undermining China's sovereign security interests. The Biden administration has urged China not to overreact, noting that Pelosi isn't the first House Speaker to make this trip. Newt Gingrich did it in 1997. And that the U.S. remains committed to the One China policy and would not support a unilateral declaration of Taiwanese independence. Pelosi actually likened China's relationship with Taiwan to Russia and Ukraine. We're learning more now about al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri's possible ties to the Taliban following his death in Kabul. Here's CBS's Catherine Herridge. The house belonged to a senior aide to a Taliban leader. So all of that suggests that the al-Qaeda leader was living and operating inside Afghanistan with the full support and the knowledge of the Taliban. The Justice Department is suing the state of Idaho over its abortion law. Federal prosecutors believe it would force doctors to violate the federal emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Attorney General Merrick Garland. When a hospital determines that an abortion is the medical treatment necessary to stabilize a patient's emergency medical condition, it is required by federal law to provide that treatment. Crews are struggling to find people in Kentucky after last week's floods. At least 37 people have died there, but Governor Andy Bashir says hundreds could still be out there. We continue to find bodies of our uh, brothers and sisters that we have lost. This morning, President Biden approved individual assistance for people in at least two hard-hit counties to help them rebuild. Wildfires in California are getting more dangerous. The McKinney fire has spread so rapidly at times people have not been able to escape. The death toll is now four after two more bodies were discovered in separate homes. Sheriff's Department spokesperson Courtney Kreider says some are still missing. What we're trying to do today is get a better reference of people that are either unaccounted for or unfortunately fatalities. Two other people were found dead in a vehicle in a driveway as they tried to evacuate from their home. Steve Futterman, CBS News. WNBA star Brittany Griner was back in a Russian court today. Her lawyer says she expects a verdict soon. She's still focused and she's still nervous. She still knows that the end is, is near and of course she heard the news so she's hoping that sometime she could be coming home. If convicted on drug charges, Griner faces 10 years in prison. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 303 on WTOP on this August 2nd, 2022. Sunny skies and it's hit 91 in D.C.
Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story is major baseball news. The San Diego Padres are close to acquiring superstar outfielder Juan Soto from the Washington Nationals. It's one of baseball's biggest deals at the trade deadline, vaulting the postseason chances of the team by adding one of the great game's best young hitters. Here's WTOP's Dave Preston. Hillary, the Nationals agree in principle on a trade with San Diego that would send two-time All-Star Juan Soto as well as the Nats' most productive player this year, Josh Bell, to the Padres for a package that includes rookie pitcher Mackenzie Gore, rookie shortstop C.J. Abrams, plus three prospects. Originally veteran first baseman Eric Hosmer was in the swap, but he exercised his no-trade clause and has since been dealt to Boston. So the trade between the Nationals and the Padres that sends Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the West Coast is Still not official. Much more, including senior, uh, including Rob Woodfork's top take coming up at 3:15 in sports. Dave Preston, WTOP News. All right, Dave. Thanks. It's 3:04. Signs posted around school zones telling you to slow down. Well, they are often not very effective in D.C. Many people who drive in D.C. don't seem to pay much attention to those slow-down signs around schools. The traffic analytics firm Inrex reviewed data around 27 schools in the district and found that about 20% of drivers go at least 10 miles an hour above the 15-mile-per-hour speed limit in those areas. Speeders are more prevalent around schools in southeast and southwest, as well as areas with the highest concentration of lower-income students. One positive finding... Crashes were generally less severe in school zones, even as speed and crash rates remained similar to what they are along other roadways. In the district, Nick Heinelli, WTOP News. A D.C. man who authorities think committed a series of rapes and murders in the district in Maryland in the 1990s is moving closer to trial. WTOP's John Doman tells us DNA evidence could play a crucial role. Police in D.C. and Maryland say Giles Warwick is the man who was known for years as the Potomac River rapist. And prosecutors say DNA evidence will prove he's the one who raped a pair of D.C. women, killing one of them in Georgetown in 1998. At a status hearing, the defense declined the opportunity to independently retest the evidence prosecutors here in D.C. hope to use against Warwick and, in fact, are challenging the admissibility of that evidence when the case goes to trial after Thanksgiving. Warwick is also charged with six rapes in Montgomery County, where police say DNA evidence matches him perfectly. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 3.06. Omniride is hoping to take advantage of the nearly completed I-66 outside the Beltway toll lanes and for the first time offer one-seat trips to the Dulles area by the end of the year. Innova reports that the transit provider is hoping to start a commuter route that would take riders from Balls Ford Road to the Innovation Center Silver Line Metro stop in December. It would use 66 outside the Beltway toll lanes. Now, at Innovation Center, riders will be one metro stop from Dulles Airport once the Silver Line extension is open. That's expected this fall. Public hearings for the service changes will take place in the coming weeks. The Air and Space Museum will reopen half its flagship building this fall. Eight new galleries and renovated exhibitions will be there. The Planetarium Museum Store and Mars Cafe will open on the building's west end October 14th. The seven-year renovation started in 2018 and includes a redesign of all 23 exhibitions. 
You can get free timed entry passes, which will be available at the museum's website September 14th. Details at WTOP.com. Several states holding primary elections today, uh, some big ones. We'll talk to Politico Zach Montalero coming up in just a few. It's 307. If you've tried antidepressants and talk therapy but continue to feel depressed, you should know it doesn't have to be that way. Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth specializes in treating the toughest cases of depression with TMS therapy. TMS is a safe and effective FDA-cleared non-drug, non-invasive therapy. If medications and talk therapy haven't fully resolved your symptoms of depression, schedule a free consultation today with Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth. Visit GreenbrookTMS.com. That's GreenbrookTMS.com. We are here to help. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter